Get access to actionable news and market research with all the information you need to invest smarter and profit faster. Start your free trial today at pro.benzinga.com. Yo, 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 happy Wednesday, Zinger Nation. My name is Logan Ross, and this is Moon or Bust, your home for all things altcoins and DeFi. I am joined today by birthday boy, DeFi developer, Brian Moore. How are you doing today, man? Happy birthday. Doing good. I'm in uh, Chattanooga, Tennessee right now, and it's uh, pretty hot, but it's really, really pretty. I'm excited to do this interview. Hell yeah. Well, we're, we're glad that you decided to come on while you're on vacation. Uh, we, we love it. So, uh, and we also have uh, Ryan McNamara, Liquidation Nation, the man himself. Finally figured out his green screen. How are you doing today, Ryan? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you. We have a great episode coming up for you today, guys. We're going to be talking about some new listings on Coinbase Pro, um, a little bit of yield farming controversy, and then we have what you've all been waiting for, the ultra safe interview. We have some members from the team on with us today, uh, and we're going to be breaking down the project, talking to them about it, uh, and we're doing this all for you. So if you're here for ultra safe, uh, smash the like button, drop a comment, say what's up. Welcome to the Benzinga family. Welcome to Zinger Nation. We are so happy to have you. Um, yeah, so so one thing that I want to point out to everyone is we just made a crypto exclusive YouTube channel. So it's not the, the main Benzinga channel that we're on right now. Uh, it's a, a channel just for crypto clips. Um, and we are getting some merch going. We just created some merch and we're going to be giving it away. We're going to give away one t-shirt every 100 subscribers we hit on the Benzinga crypto channel. Um, so there is a link in the description. Go down, open it in a new tab, subscribe, uh, and then come right back. Uh, let me just let me just try to pull this merch up for you real quick, so you know what you could be in for winning uh, if you do subscribe or when you do subscribe, actually. And we're gonna we're gonna uh, select the winners live on air. So this isn't just like a fake giveaway. Uh, we're gonna be drawing them live on air, so you can see fair and square. Uh, let me show you right here. I think it's pretty hype. I actually came up, I drew the design on my iPad. It was really shitty. And then we had our graphic designers, our incredible team, uh, uh, turn it into something that is a real wearable piece of clothing. I think it's pretty hype. Um, so make sure you go subscribe so you can get a chance to win this dope t-shirt. Uh, the first piece of Moon or Bust merch. I don't know where Brian went. I think he uh, maybe dipped out because he was outside. Maybe that Starbucks internet is not doing a... Uh, doing the most. Um, but yeah, let's get right into it. Um, so first up on the docket today is, is Coinbase Pro is adding two new coins tomorrow. Um, so first, uh, first off is Shiba Inu. This one I really didn't see coming, um, but they're accepting deposits right now uh, and trading begins tomorrow after uh, 12 noon Eastern time. Uh, so, uh, if they have the liquidity, when they have the liquidity ready, uh, and I bought some Shiba live on Uniswap on the show last week. Uh, we showed you how to get on Uniswap, how to use a decentralized exchange. We did live crypto trading. 
Um, and so I have sent that crypto that I got on MetaMask over to Coinbase Pro so I can dump it on the normies when it gets listed tomorrow. So if you guys want to find out how to do that, um, there's a link to that video in the description. It's how to buy Shiba Inu on Coinbase. It's on that Benzinga crypto channel that I mentioned. Uh, you can go figure out how to do that before it gets added to Coinbase Pro tomorrow so you can be ready uh, and maybe make some quick gains. That's what I think will happen, um, but obviously not financial advice. Um, and then also Solana is finally uh, finally trading at the same time tomorrow at noon Eastern uh, on Coinbase Pro. I'm excited for that. Solana has only been available on Binance US to US customers so far. Um, so this is going to be big for both of those coins. Ryan, what do you think of uh, Shiba being added to Coinbase Pro? I honestly don't like it. Uh, for those of you guys who have been on the show, we usually say, you know, Coinbase vets their tokens really well and they only like provide viable tokens on their platform. Uh, Shiba is definitely a questionable token, not to say it's not a good token. It's definitely similar to Doge, but after listing Doge, I thought that would be kind of the extent that Coinbase goes to listing coins like that. Um, so it's definitely surprising to see that they're listing Shiba and we'll see if there's anything more to come in the future as far as meme currencies go and, and smaller market cap cryptocurrencies on Coinbase. Yeah. And Brian, you have a bag of Shiba, don't you? Yeah, I, I have a, a pretty big um, holding of it right now. Well, relative. It's not it's not super big um, because the price is so low. But one thing I will say, my views on Doge and coins like Shiba have kind of okay so it hasn't changed on what i think of the code base and how the token actually works in function and dodgecoin as a coin and how it works as a blockchain and everything like that that hasn't changed but i've seen a bunch of talk about the uh the developers for doge actually getting back together and having the community like a bunch of different um pull request pull requests from github going into the actual code base and changing the functionality of it and when that happens whenever it becomes like an actual sustainable usable uh, blockchain coin i think doge is gonna could surpass bitcoin being like the with market cap wise but it that has to happen first for me to be like this is a coin you should always be on so it's very very um speculative if it's going to be a good good you know investment shiba kind of the same thing it's just that meme and all that like hype it gets. I think it does have the potential to keep going up and up. As for a use case, you know, it, it doesn't really have one. But I think that you know Doge doesn't right now either. But look where it is. So you know, pros and cons. The SEC heard you giving out financial advice, and they have sent the cops <laughs> after you. Um, can you mute real quick? That's super. Yeah, thank you so much. The SEC is on Brian's case because that's how good. Uh, the investment it, not advice on this show is, um, but yeah, I know really like Ryan says, um, like Ryan always says that the, the, the adoption and the network of a coin and of a blockchain is almost as important as the, the fundamental, the, the technicals, the technology, um, and, and Dogecoin has that for sure. Ryan, do you want to expand on that? I think you covered it. I mean, without anybody using a network, it's pretty much useless, right? And that's mm -hmm. kind of the same, same with Bitcoin. Like Bitcoin is not like the most advanced technology as far as blockchain goes by far, but right. it has the most user base and it has the most adoption. And therefore it's one of the best cryptocurrencies on the market. Yeah, I agree with that. It, like in all honesty, Bitcoin doesn't really have a, a doesn't really have a better purpose than anything else. It, it's just, a, you know, from peer to peer payment. So yep. same with Doge and, you know, speaking with, if you look at, 
things like Solana or uh, the Graph or Matic, Polygon, all those stuff has, there's so much more that these blockchains and tokens and coins can do as opposed to what they do. But like, yeah, it, it, it's just popular and people hold it and people trade it. And that's why it goes up. Yeah, mm-hmm. and yeah, I'm pretty bullish on these through the rest of the bull run, even if they are just dog tokens. Agreed. Alrighty, so that's the Coinbase Pro news. Um, there's also a, a sign-up bonus if you use the link in the description. So if you're not a Coinbase, uh, if you haven't signed up for Coinbase yet, go through the link in the description to get extra five bucks in Bitcoin. Who doesn't love free crypto? Um, okay, so next up, we have some Alchemix drama. Uh, this is a, a complicated little uh, little scuttle that's going on in the DeFi space and the yield farming space. Um, Ryan has the inside scoop on it. Ryan, take it away. Sure thing. Like Logan said, it's a little bit complicated, so put on your thinking caps, but (laughs) it has to do with Alchemix, which is a a yield farming protocol, as as well as urine finance and Curve. And basically what's happening is Alchemix Alchemix is using AlUSD, which is a tokenized USD that's collateralized by YVDAI. So DAI is a stablecoin equal to a dollar. You can put that into urine finance in the urine finance vault and then get YVDAI back. And the YV Dai Vault will be earning curve tokens as passive interest through Yearn Finance. And you get those YV Dai to claim that interest plus whatever collateralized Dai that you put into the platform. But now Alchemix is taking this YV Dai and collateralizing it to make LUSD. And now LUSD is going through curve to earn more curve tokens. So essentially it's double dipping on curve and they're selling their curve tokens as their mind uh, through the liquidity platform. So like I said, they're essentially double dipping and people that are investing in Curve are mad about this because there's a lot more sell pressure because of the LUSD and no one can really do anything about it because it's decentralized, right? So it's pretty interesting uh, because no one controls these decentralized finance protocols. So let's let the governance wars begin. Uh, These tokens offer you governance rights to vote on the protocols. So if this does become a problem, then the Curve governance tokens will be able to vote. The people who have Curve will be able to vote on the protocol on whether or not to stop accepting LUSD and therefore stop dumping the Curve DAO tokens. Um, That being said, it is controversial because Alchemix is providing a lot of liquidity on Curve and urine, and it's developing the ecosystem, but at the same time, it's creating a lot of sell pressure um, with this essentially over-collateralized tokens using the the urine vault die and then the LUSD um, all these tokens are collateralized in some way, and now they're basically double dipping on the curve that they're owning. Um, so there's definitely people who are in curve that are mad about this, but there are also people in curve who think it's not that big of a deal because the ecosystem's getting bigger through it. So it's definitely interesting, and we'll see. I'd like to see a proposal be made through the governance and see what the vote, like what happens with the vote, because it's the curve DAO token holders that get to actually vote on whether this stays or not. You guys have any thoughts on that? I mean. It, to me, it seems bad because of all the sell pressure that's going on with Curve Dow because of this. So let me let me just try to break it down, get a little bit more understanding, because I, I can't fully wrap my head around it yet. So they're double dipping on Curve's yield. So um, Curve is providing them with uh, some interest-bearing tokens that they're wrapping on the urine vault, or then turning into their own tokens and then re-investing uh, on Curve. Yep. Wow. That, so are they the first people to do this? I'm not sure, but I definitely know that they're the biggest to do this, one of the biggest players. And I think one of the problems is is that they're selling off these curved DAO tokens, which is creating so much sell pressure for Curve. Interesting, interesting. 
Ryan, do you have any thoughts on this? Not really. I, I don't really know much about it, so I didn't have time to kind of look into it. So I don't want to say this or that um, without fully looking into it. It sounds, it does sound really interesting. It sounds like uh, what Ryan was saying is it would be a red flag if I knew more about it, but that sounds like a pretty big red flag. Yeah, so, so the governance wars are beginning. Um, these tokens have governance, uh, like voting, voting rights associated with them. Um, so what would, what would a governance war look like? Well, the first thing would be someone would have to make a proposal for it. And I'm not exactly sure how curved out proposals work, but I know for most of these protocols, you need a certain amount of the token to actually make uh, a proposal on the platform. So a, a large token holder or a conglomerate of token holders would have to make a proposal together. And then after the proposal is set, then there, there would have to be a vote on it. And then the majority vote would decide the outcome of the protocol. So the curve token holders would be the ones that are that can make the decision on whether to allow this or to shut it down. Yep. Gotcha. Well, that is certainly something interesting and that uh, we will have to keep our eyes on going forward. Are there any potential plays that could come out of this? Is there any of the, uh, are any investments that you're looking at based on this situation? I've definitely seen people on crypto Twitter be bearish on Alchemy as a whole or Alchemex as a whole. Um, I've seen people saying, oh, ETH is going down, like all these collateralized positions won't last. Um, but I'm not really sure on the technicals of that all. So I can't really speak more on that. Okay. Uh, no, for sure. That is that is cool. We'll definitely keep you updated on that going forward. Uh, so uh, before we can get to the UltraSafe interview, we wanted to give them a huge chunk of time. They're gonna, we're going to run the interview till the end of the episode. So we got to squeeze in Mooner Bust right now. So if you don't know, if you're brand new to the show, Mooner Bust is a segment where you guys give us your coins uh, and we will pull them up on CoinMarketCap and review them. We'll show you how we approach these new projects, whether we know anything about them or not. Uh, this is just so you can see our thought processes. As always, not investment advice, but we will give them a moon or bust arbitrary rating uh, based on whether we think they could go up or down uh, through the rest of the market cycle. Um, so we will totally do ultra safe. Uh, we're going to talk a ton about ultra safe later on. So we're going to not do it on moon or bust. We need some, we need some tickers in the chat right now. Um, what do you guys want to hear about today? Uh, drop them and well, we run the intro. Hell yeah. All right. You see any, uh, seeing anything? I'm just, okay. We got, we have one XRP in safe moon. I noticed yesterday we haven't talked about say, we didn't, we didn't have a clip for safe moon. So maybe we should talk yeah, we about that. We haven't quick. talked about it. All right, Brian, you want to, you want to give us a little intro to safe moon while I pull it up here? Okay. So safe moon is a DeFi token that kind of started this whole boom. Um, they started the, the, the larger tax and uh, swappage fee in order to give redistrib a redistribution back to holders, burn some of the coins, has a large supply, and kind of started this whole DeFi trend. There's been a handful before them, but man, they took off and uh, potentially could have, you know, a pretty seismic, you know, place in the crypto world. It, for a long time, I was like, I stayed away. I invested in it, got out after one of the, fir the first booms it had, made a pretty good return, like turned, I think, 0.2 BNB into two actual BNB. So, I mean, wow. it, it did really well. 
yeah, it's that first little spike right there. Nice. Um, but it, I, I would, I used to say, stay away from it. It's just, uh, you know, one of the typical BSEs DeFi tokens, but doing this show and seeing all these other projects and seeing how things can elevate and uh, evolve to different, you know, viewpoints. I, I do see this coin actually being something viable because of the amount of movement it's made in the Binance smart chain space. So I, I, I do give it a moon long term. I think if they hold to what they said they're going to hold um, and actually develop some of the products that they say they're going to develop. And apparently they, they have a wallet coming out soon. That's going to do that would I expect to do pretty well. I, I'd have to say it's going to be, you know, if Shiba can get on Coinbase, anything's possible. I mean, if AMC and GME have made people millions of dollars and run up. I mean, it, there's no rhyme or reason for some of this stuff, but it, it's all about hype and what they say and what they do. And if they do what they say, so hopefully that they do that, it will be actually a good project. Yeah. And uh, fellow Michigan Wolverine, David Portnoy, uh, shilled them a couple of weeks ago, causing the price to spike again. Uh, then shortly after the crypto crash happened and, a lot of his fans probably lost a lot of money, so that's an oof. Um, but yeah, this is so. So this is a Binance Smart Chain token. Uh, it's been audited by Circuit. You can or Certic, You can see it right here. Two hundred fourth biggest coin. Uh, Five hundred eighty-five thousand billion SafeMoon tokens are in the circulating supply. It has, currently has a market cap of uh, five point two billion or two point five billion dollars. Um, and yeah, Ryan, do you want to? What do you think about these technicals? What do you think about the chart? Well, it's definitely holding. I mean, it doesn't look like there's too much downside potential, but that being said, I'm not an Oracle. I have no idea. Uh, I think Brian really delineated it well. It was the first Binance Smart Chain token to really make these tokenomics big with the redistribution fees and the burn fees. Um, so for that reason, I am bullish on it. I think if the bull market continues, that SafeMoon will go up with it. And it'll probably mm -hmm. provide higher returns than most cryptocurrencies just because of the market cap and the hype behind it and the potential it does have. Yeah, um, and so for that reason, I, I will cycle. give it a moon. Yeah, it is the first market cycle again. And, and like we've said before, usually cryptocurrencies uh, that are in their first market cycle have higher returns, uh, more volatility in general. So expect to lose and make money faster than other more established cri cryptocurrencies. Um, but mm -hmm. in general, it, it do, they do usually have potential for higher returns. Great. Yeah, I think I'm going to give this one a moon as well. Um, from a fundamental perspective, it's not my favorite. It's beyond my personal risk tolerance, but I think the price will continue to go up through the rest of the bull market. Brian, you on the same same I'm page? Seeing, he's he's nodding. Yeah, I think I think he gave it a moon. I think we're all on the same page yeah, here. Yeah. All right. I'm seeing so from, some airdrop in the chat. Can we go over that? Yes, we can. Um, I think airdrop is actually collabing with UltraSafe. So maybe we save that, or do you want to? Should we just toss it over to the to the UltraSafe fam? Should we start the interview right here? I'm I'm good with that. Are you guys? Do it. All yeah, sure. Righty. Without further ado, I would like to welcome the Ultra Safe team to Moon or Bust. Emma, Dave, and Matt. How are y'all doing today? Hey guys. Hi, uh, we're doing pretty good. Oh, hey guys. Yeah, we're doing amazing. How are you guys doing? Oh, uh, we're doing great. Thank you. Uh, so, could you guys uh, introduce yourselves a little bit? Talk about how you got into crypto and how you got into the Ultra Safe project. 
Oh, so for me, uh, I'm a CEO of UltraSafe. You know, that's what I am. I've been in the DeFi space for years and years and years. Like, I bought Ethereum way back in like 2012, and it was like $10 each. Right. Sold them for barely anything, though. <laughs> I don't mean, how much money off that. But yeah, I've been I've been around a while. I, I love DeFi. You know, it takes the power out of the banks, gives the power to the people. I really think, you know, cryptocurrency is the future. You know, like 10, 20, 30 years down the road, banks aren't going to exist. Everyone's just going to be, you know, trading coins for each other to buy things in shops. That's what things happen. Really bullish on it. And, you know, I just, I love everything DeFi. That's why we started UltraSafe. Uh, so we started UltraSafe um, because it's more of, uh, on, on the Binance chain that we have now that we're on. Um, you know, there's a lot of ripples going on. Uh, I think I read like um, a news story where the, the biggest scam for like young people, like 18 to 25, was people being rippled on the Binance Smart Chain. Like, billions and billions of dollars you know from you know just people around the world at that age group so we thought you know what we'll make something nice and safe get it on there people can put some money in there it's a crypto market so it's still volatile it's still going up and down but you know we're not just going to steal money from people and you know they'll be safe in knowledge that that won't happen um so i'm emma i'm the managing director so i do marketing i do like community management um all stuff around that like working on new partnerships um i actually got into crypto and uh, me and dave are good friends in real life and um a while ago he asked me uh you know what i thought um and he basically helped me to get into it so um when he started this project and he asked me if i wanted to be a part of it i was all over that. <laughs> I mean, um, like he said, we we made this project in response to the um, the rug pulls, the scams all over the Binance Smart Chain, and you know it's something we can all get behind um, safety in crypto. So, yeah. <laughs> all right. Um. So I don't have as long as the story as Sam. I'm Matt. I've been in crypto for about I would say the same time frame as M, and you know I've been a very active in the space for a while. And, you know, I stumbled across Dave and M in a telegram and I figured, you know, our our skills could work with mesh well together. And, you know, Dave mentioned me the idea of UltraSafe and I thought we could make it happen. So we just started working on it. And, you know, now we're here and we're happy, very happy to be here. So, Matt, what do you do for the team? Um, so basically, I'm the senior software engineer. So okay. I help with a lot of the development process and then I help with some other technical guys. And then at the same time, I do... Uh, I do handle some marketing things with M and uh, just handle website management and such. Awesome. Very cool. Well, it's great to meet you guys. We're so glad to have you on today. Um, so let's talk about UltraSafe. So uh, could you give us a high level overview of what UltraSafe is? Um, on your website, you call yourself a frictionless, frictionless yield protocol. What does that mean in plain English for our viewers out there who, who don't know about DeFi? So in plain English, that's um, basically you just get more coins by holding it. Um, so a, a yield farming thing is you know you get more stuff by doing stuff with a token. Uh, but the frictionless part of it is a, it's a, it kind of looks like black magic to like outsiders how it happens because no, it doesn't emit an event. So you know a normal transaction you you know you can go on like BSC scan or FS scan and you'll see um, you know like a transaction happening. Uh, but because this doesn't emit an event, it just goes straight into people's wallets every time a transfer happens. You know buy, sell, someone sends it to another wallet. Anyone doing anything in the future when people buy NFTs on the marketplace as well, they'll get it from that. Um, but yeah, essentially, it's just you have it in your wallet. You get more of it over time. That's it. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's just it's it's just written in stone in the contract that um, each transaction is reflected upon uh, anyone who's holding onto the token. So Matt, uh, how does the contract redistribute the tokens? So does it just give a like a proportional amount to each of the token holders based on how much they have, um, or does it go into like a, a pool that gets distributed? How does that work? 
All right, so um, it goes, it just goes proportionally to each mm -hmm. hold, to the holders based off how much they have. You know, I mean, it's very mathematical and technical, but uh, there's a percentage of each transaction given to you know each holder. We have forty thousand holders, so four percent, you know, divided by forty thousand, and how much they're holding. You know, it goes a bit more intricate than that, but uh, mm -hmm. you know, that's the general gist of it. How you mentioned, how you uh, described it. Sweet. I think Ryan has the next question. Yeah, so I was looking through your website. I saw uh, that there is a, like a dead token address where burn tokens go that has about 30% of the token supply. Uh, so it looks like you guys do have a deflationary currency, but I didn't see anything as far as redistribution uh, going to the liquidity pools and to token holders. Um, I didn't see anything about like a, a burn address and, and like with each transaction, is there a burn and is it deflationary or is that burn address something else? I know, so the burn was just an initial burn when we launched. So we just took 30% of the pie, burned it, it's gone forever. We blacklisted that uh, wallet from receiving reflections. So it doesn't go up, it's not a deflationary token. It goes up because people just send it to it for no reason. So that's why, you know, you can somehow see it going up because it was originally uh, flips at 300 trillion. That's what we put in there at the start. Okay. Um, obviously, we can't have any more than that because we, we have a very limited amount of the supply ourselves. Um, but yeah, in regards to the burn wallet for other things with the liquidity pool, uh, so how the contract works is for every sell or every buy and sell that happens, it takes 4% off it. That 4% gets put into the contracts. It sells 2%, well, half the 4%. So, you know, 50% of the 4% gets BNB. Then it matches the BNB with Ultra goes into LP to a uh, pancake swap LP token and then that goes straight into the burn address so also I think it works out yeah all of it 100% is well burned because the rest of it's well 50% is locked to 79 years so effectively burned forever because I, I don't think I'll be around in 79 years to get it back <laughs> um, but yeah and then the rest of it's just burned forever and it can never be uh, retrieved again so yeah, hope that answers it. Gotcha, gotcha. So what's the strategy behind burning part of the supply when you guys release? Um, just people like burns really because uh, every every uh, it's, it's like a bullish thing. You know, people are like oh yeah, you know we love we love initial token burns. It's just like kind of celebrating the launch. Like and, here we go, day one, we're launching, thirty percent of supply gone forever. And yeah, um, we really wanted to uh, match our narrative of ultra safe, like Dave was saying. So uh, you know, people feel an extra sense of security. You know, there's a few things to do that: the liquidity lock permanently, and the renounced contract, so we can't you know go in the contract and do anything malicious and change it. And then there's also the token burn. You know, generally investors on BSC they look for a burn of the supply. It's just a, it's a, it's just a common thing that people look for uh, for security purposes. So. And of course, our name is UltraSafe, so we want to live up to that and do everything possible. Yeah, so so cool. You guys were audited. We know you're safe, um, but what makes you ultra safe? Like Matt, you're the you're the lead developer, right? So, um, could you talk to us about your background and and what makes this ultra safe? All right. So our background and what makes this ultra safe. So basically, um. We basically initially started with forking SafeMoon, and as you know, SafeMoon, you know, they've been audited by Certic, and you know, when they had a they had a little bit of drama at one point when they had that exploit in their contract, um, and so basically we removed those exploits in the contract, and to, to allow us to secure the name of the safest, because you know, SafeMoon is you know it's kind of the it's kind of the giant of BSC, and so we wanted to show that um that we're that we can be even safer than you know a project so big like SafeMoon, and so that really secures us with the name of UltraSafe. Awesome. So is that your main differentiator from SafeMoon? 
I would say that's our main uh, differentiator. And but at the same time, we want to expand our platform and we want to start providing, you know, education on crypto safety. So, you know, as as our, you know, our future websites uh, roll out in V3, we want to start providing videos on, you know, just standard stuff for people who may not know as much about crypto. Like what is a liquidity lock? Uh, How much is our liquidity locked? What is an audit? And such and so we want to also uh, be an education platform uh, for people who want to be to want to understand how to be ultra safe in crypto and you know we believe that can help us expand our narrative and our name. Very cool. Yeah, so just, I, don't I, had a, I had another question. Oh, go ahead, yeah, Ryan. Think, thanks, Dave. Uh, thanks, Dave and Matt. Um, so you guys uh, say you're anti-rug pull, and that's pretty obvious on BSC scan, as you can see, because the burned address has most of the tokens. Uh, as far as like which wallet has the most tokens, it's the dead address, and then it's the uh, liquidity contracts, which are locked for you said 79 years. So that's great. Um, do you guys have anything else in place to make this an anti-rug pull token? Um, essentially, is as to, to rug pull token, you either basically dump a huge amount of supply. Or you know, that's like a, a soft rug, so you know you have a huge amount of dump it straight away goes to zero. You take all the money out of it, kind of thing. Uh, we actually don't have enough of the supply to do that. You know, we could do a little bit of damage, but you know, you can trust me. I'm, I'm here all the time. You know, I'm not going to do anything like that. I love ultra safe. Um, and then with the liquidity pool as well, that's the, the like the hard rug. So when the tokens are unlocked, you know, the developers can just go take it, rug gone. You can't trade it. You can't buy it. You can't sell it. Um, so really, we've got um, all aspects covered there. So. Uh, what we'll do in the future, this is, you know, years and years and years down the line. So, you know, once like, you know, multiple billions of cap, you know, we're up there, top 100 coins, top 50, top 10, wherever we want to be. Um, once it can survive on its own and we actually don't need to generate funds for UltraSafe anymore, you know, because it's like a household name. Everyone knows it. You know, we don't need to market things because yeah, everyone that- knows what it is. Uh, we'll yeah, then have like yeah. a fat, yeah. Then have, yeah, this would be you know years and years down the road. Um, we'll have like a little final event, just like yeah, we did it, guys. We're all the way at the top. We don't need to generate money anymore. We can do our development work, you know, because we just work for free. It's fine. Uh, we'll just burn the marketing wallet. It's gone. And then yeah, then we, from that point, nothing will ever happen again. But again, that's years down the line when we do that. We want we want everyone to be you know solidified in the fact that Ultra is here to stay. And then, you know, we don't need to, you know, be paying all these market people for things just because people know what it is. We'll just have that as a whole final handover. Yeah, so do you have an idea, are you willing to share, how much does your core team, what percent of the supplies your core team hold? Uh, what do we hold? I think, um, let me try and work it out. I think it's 0.5% or 0.6% each, so not a lot. Okay, so those those big whale wallets that you can see on BSC scan that have, uh, you know, like 1% of the supply, those aren't you guys? Uh, no, they're not actually. Yeah. Actually, I wanted to add to that. We so we basically, uh, you know, we started out as very, very small. Maybe there was eighty Telegram members, and so we just had a public uh, Google form, and we said anyone who wants to get on the whitelist, uh, fill this out, and then we just used a random number generator and picked a select amount of people from there to uh, be on the whitelist. But you know, we're we're very glad uh, how strong our community is, and so many of those guys are holding on strong to that. To, that's, uh, that's great. Yeah, and you guys stuff. have had a lot of you guys have had a lot of significant growth late, lately. I've seen that you guys have like thirty seven thousand different wallet holders now, which is which is great. That's definitely a sign towards your community. Yeah, you know we're we're happy to have you know such a such a big army, and you know I think we're going to be adding. I think it's 
correct me if I'm wrong, Em, but I think it's 5,000 holders or so tomorrow with the, or tonight actually at 5 p.m. with the airdrop partnership. Um, yeah, so our airdrop partnership. Um, uh, you guys were talking a bit about airdrop in the Moon or Bust. Yeah, so yeah, let's go over that. Yeah, so um, airdrop, and that's A-E-R drop. Um, they're a community of about 6,000 holders. And basically their project, um, they um, basically they get coins on board. So they do all of their testing to make sure the coin is safe, you know, um, the kind of coin that they want their holders to look into to investigate the project. Um, and then they drop a certain amount of tokens for all 6,000 holders. So um, just by holding airdrop, you then gain all of their other projects um, in, an, in future airdrops. And um, our airdrop, so UltraSafe and airdrop is at um, 5 p.m. EST today. So in a couple of hours, that drop should be happening. And we're very, very excited. And we're so happy to be partnering with them. That's awesome. So if someone wanted to find out more about the airdrop, where could they go? Um, so I think you can check out their website. Okay. I don't exactly have the link, um, but uh, if you, even if you just pop into the UltraSafe Telegram, um, I'm sure one of our guys will direct you to the right place. It's, okay, it's, awesome. just, it's just airdrop.finance, but with an E instead of an I. That's, that's what it is on the web. Yeah. Awesome. And while we're talking about it, I put the UltraSafe link in the description below. Um, so I see some people are talking about it in the chat. You can find the link to their website in the description. Um, okay, so I think Brian has a question now. Okay, <clears throat> I was gonna ask about your uh, like future projects you guys have, but I have some development questions. That um, how, what what you just said about the contract with the um, the burn address is actually an address that is blacklisted, correct? Or you have a full burn address? It, it is what it's, it's blacklisted from reflections, so it doesn't. You know, so the holders gain reflections on every trade. The, the burn address doesn't gain them, so that's what it's blacklisted from. Okay, so I I understood that as you like you use an address like you use you you created or someone created and just totally blacklisted it so you can't go in or out of it and I thought that that's what you were getting at but I oh, it, 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 it can't go out of it because it's it's a BSC yeah. burn address is what you know CZ Binance created so you know it's just a wallet where nothing can ever go out of it no one has keys for it and it's yeah like, yeah you know, I, look available one. But people can still go in there. People can send them in. Yeah, that's pretty clever. I, I I really really like that. I like that's a really uh, unique way to do it, and I haven't seen another project do it that way. I, I think that's really uh, special and something that kind of puts you guys apart. That's pretty cool. Yeah, we didn't want to um, you know create essentially a black hole by not blacklisting reflections on that address, and you know it has such a large amount of tokens, it would just keep gathering and gathering and it's a blacklisted address so you know that we thought that would be an issue gotcha so i had a um, question actually about the blacklisted address does that address actually earn ultra safe tokens when people sell is that part of the redistribution does it go towards that address oh no that's what the the whole blacklist is for so we just blacklisted from receiving the rewards from it so you know obviously okay. Because otherwise, it, it controls a huge amount of supply of the burn address. So if it wasn't blacklisted, then people would be barely earning anything from the other frictions of your protocol on it. Um, so we had to blacklist out otherwise, like, I think like 50%, 40%, something like that, of all the reflections go into there and have gone forever. And that's a, it's not a good way that to do things if people want to get some free tokens from this holding. So, yeah. So uh, back to kind of the more of the project instead of just the code base. Um, 
what is coming in the future of ultra safe like what is your most what are you most excited for oh there's two things i'm excited for i'll let emma do the second one because she knows what the other one is but the first one um the nft marketplace i'm really excited for we've had some mock-ups so far um we've got the back end done for it it's going to be like a very similar to OpenSea. Uh, but on BSC, so you know, with BSC at the moment, it's just you know, like um, all you can do is art pieces on the NFT marketplace. So there's not a one that's similar to OpenSea, you know, we've got like sports memorabilia and all these other categories. So we've done one like that. Uh, hopefully, we can get that out by the end of the month. We're trying as hard as we can. Um, but the main currency of the marketplace itself will be ultra tokens. That's all you can bid on stuff for, all you can buy stuff with, all you can sell stuff with. Um, so that gives us an actual utility for it. People then earn reflections on you know people just buying things in the marketplace, and, hope, and we're trying to get it solidified as like the Binance Smart Chain marketplace because you know how you've got OpenSea, which is you know like the one of Ethereum. Like we want to be like the one of Binance Smart Chain, and then we give the utility to our token. People buy it just to spend on NFTs, and it's uh, really bullish. I think I'm really excited for it. Yeah, yeah. No, go ahead, Em. Um, yeah, no. I just wanted to talk a little bit about um, the future, uh, the next two weeks, the big things we've got coming. Um, so obviously, like I said, we've got the um, airdrop drop tonight at um, five EST. Yeah, that's right. Um, but we've also got we're also announcing another partnership tomorrow, which we're all ultra bullish on. It's going to just be incredible. Um, so stay tuned, guys, for that. Um, we the next two or so weeks, we've got ma major publications on news sites. We've got. Um, the website should be coming soon. Um, we've also been working alongside a new PR firm. So uh, there's, there's just insanely big things in the works of that. Um, Dave, Matt, you guys know. It's going to be mm -hmm. just so good. The future is so bright. Yeah. Yeah. And we like like next week, we do have something up. We want we want to have something really big next week, and we're excited to announce it to you guys. And you know, same with the NFT marketplace, we have uh, some really big plans to kind of separate us from the competition. I can't elaborate on exactly what it is now, but like I'll definitely provide you guys and provide our socials with updates on it and such. Yeah, and if you want to shout those out, where could where could people find you? Um, so our Twitter is at ultrasafebsc. And then our Telegram is, I believe, Ultra Safe Official. All right, yeah. so oh, oh, good. Oh, I'll just go. Wait, yeah, so, uh, what I, I'm going to do this question first. Uh, what centralized ex exchanges are you guys working on to get listed, which have Ultra Safe where you can buy it as a token pair? All right, so um, uh, I'm. So um, basically, I'll let Dave add on in a second, but um, we can't mention exactly what exchange we're listing on because that would be a big legal issue. And, you know, exchanges, that's not something exchanges uh, uh, allow, really. But it will be a, I believe, uh, tier two exchanges. We're looking for top, you know, top 10 exchanges, top five. But uh, Dave, go ahead on and add to that. Uh, yes, yeah, so, so, you know, obviously we can't reveal anything so they basically just go, no, you're not getting on it because you told people. Uh, we're currently on LBank at the moment, just LBank, which is like a, a Chinese exchange. I think it's like number 26 on CoinGecko. So it's it's up there. It's not the best of the best, but it, it is up there. Because so, I think there's like about 300, 400 exchanges. So top 25 is still quite good. Uh, the other ones are bigger than that. We don't want to go smaller than that. Um, obviously, you know, it's a bit of time until we get that out. We need a few more holders for that, but we're very excited for it, and uh, it's going to be amazing when it happens. It'd be a lot more accessible for people to get it because these are like, um, you know, like a big exchange people use all the time. 
um, a lot of Western market, a lot of Asian market all in there. Um, so yeah, we're just really excited for it and we hope to stay more accessible because at the moment, you know, it's, it's kind of a, a pain to get it, isn't it? Because you have to you know, buy BNB from Binance, Synergy, MetaMask, or Pancake Swap and buying it. It's just all a bit convoluted for like, the average consumer. So we're just trying to streamline that process a bit and get it on the big exchanges. Awesome. And um, just for all of you out there who were looking in the description for the link, it was the wrong one. Um, I just had uh, producer Rohan update it. So the link is all good to go. Or the description is all good to go now. Um, so you can find the link to UltraSafe in the description now. Uh, 100% just made sure. Um, okay. So uh, do you guys have any influencers uh, that you have on board or are looking to onboard? Or is that not the path that you're looking to go for marketing? So um, we've worked with quite a few um, crypto influencers, uh, YouTubers, TikToks, and other um, non-crypto um, influencers as well. Um, something we're really looking at is we want a more mainstream appeal. We want to appeal, I mean, especially once we're on CEXs as well, and it's so much easier to buy. We want the average consumer to see UltraSafe as you know, um, a safe investment as, as it is. Um, so that's why we, we're putting our focus now into more mainstream classic celebrities. Um, and like I was, I mentioned before, we have the, the new PR firm. They, uh, they're working alongside us to make that happen. So um, there's, there's going to be some really big, really big ultra safe partnerships in terms of actual celebrities um, moving away from just your classic kind of crypto influencer. Uh, so yeah, it should be it should be great. Awesome, we'll have to stay tuned for that. I'm looking forward to it. I think it should be good. Well, yeah, just just the first this PR guys got for us. I just can't say anything, you know, just in case they go, oh, they can't have any more to talk people. But we're so excited <laughs> just for the very first thing they got for us. I'm like, what you can you can do that? <laughs> you can get that done for us. So yeah, we're really excited for that. That should yeah. be either the next week or the week after. And then yeah, you, you guys will love it. I'm I'm. Really excited. I wish I could say something to you guys. You know, I mean, yeah, we get it. It's just something like sometimes you can kind of not necessarily say it right out, but you can hint if you're going more on the lower inside of the like the the ones that like anyone can just get onto or you know, one of the bigger ones. Yeah, I would say so, it's yeah. very, very large. Um what what type of NFTs do you guys plan to implement in your marketplace? I know you went over the NFT marketplace. I know you kind of went over that whole spiel, but can you tell us more about it? Oh yeah, that's a good question. I'm um, oh, sorry, Dave, were you gonna go? Oh yeah, I can, I can go with that. So it's gonna be a BEP721 assets. You know, so that's just basically the Binance chain equivalent of um, an ERC721, uh, which is like the, the normal NFT token thing. Uh, so it's gonna have loads of categories for it. We're only gonna have our one official NFT that we're gonna release on there. Everything else is gonna be you know what people create, what people have, what people are gonna sell on there, and other people are gonna buy it, like a kind of like an eBay kind of thing. Um, but our like official NFTs, I can give a little hint, there's only gonna be one. Um, it's gonna be integrated with another token. Um, I won't say much more than that. Um, and it will make one person very, very, very happy. That's, that's all I'll say on that one. There's going to be a thousand of them. One person well, is just going to be, oh. Yeah, and and in the future there'll be more. But yeah, initially it's going to be one, and we're going to have we're going to have a very big um event, like I mentioned, to sort of separate us from the competition. Awesome. So we have a chat question uh, from Jeffrey. Will Ultra Safe start an exchange? Oh, in the future, it's something we can do. Um, you know, we've, we've got a technical prowess to do that. It's possible. 
Um, it's just two start central exchange. You like a huge amount of um, like real money, uh, like millions and millions of dollars, like set aside. Uh, so in the future, we probably will have that set to be set aside. Put it in there. Job's done. So yeah, uh, not not for the time being, just because obviously you know it's millions and millions of dollars. Uh, but in the future, yeah, one hundred percent, we we'll probably will have one. You'll okay, probably get there. And so we have another question. Well, um, will UltraSafe ever decouple from BNB and stand on its own? So let me ask you, why did you decide to go on the Binance Smart Chain as opposed to Ethereum? Um, or would you plan to switch or just decouple, start your own chain? What's that looking like? Uh, so to go on Binance, because basically the contract is very gas intensive, um, just because how you know the reflection works and all that and the, the fees. Um, so if it was on Ethereum, the fees would be like you know, hundreds of hundreds of dollars per transfer. It would be absolutely ridiculous because you have to right. put it on quite high gas settings to do it. Uh, so we had to go with a chain that was low gas fees, which is basically just Binance and Matic. And at the time, Binance was a lot more popular, so I went for Binance, and it's just as simple as that, really. But in terms of uh, creating our own chain, it would then create, you know, a string of problems because it's going to be even more difficult to get it um because I thought oh, we can do it but it's just from an accessibility standpoint for people trying to get into it it'll be much much harder um but we can look at it down the road many years time when you know people are more clued up on crypto because at the moment I, I think a lot of people are quite new into it and don't really know how things work uh but in, in the future i think you know people will be a lot more clued up they'll understand things a lot more and we can do something like that yeah so the plan is to stick with binance for the time being oh yeah so we'll yeah. always be on Binance. If, if we did our own chain, we still have the Binance one uh, there just because of how liquidity works. It, it, it is just permanently there. It can't go. Um, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. It's just going to be there forever. But uh, obviously we can branch question. out to other things. We can branch out to other things as well. And the partnership tomorrow will, the one we've got coming out tomorrow, um, it's going to go something along those lines that's all i'll hint at but that's it um yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's actually what i was going to say there uh okay so one more chat question um so why do you guys choose to stay anonymous not disclose your last name um obviously this is very common in the crypto space crypto is all about anonymity um but i think anger wants to know why you guys personally made this decision um do you guys want to go ahead i just wanted to um kind of answer that question a little bit um it's it's hard being on the internet especially as a female it's it's a bit of a security risk from my point of view um you know I, it's it's not something i feel comfortable with right now um as as you know the project gets bigger um we progress further that that may change hopefully that will change you know um but i just just how things are right now i don't personally feel comfortable disclosing that over to you guys <laughs> what do you guys think uh yeah the same thing yeah, just because of how the uk works the, the census records it's a, it's a real big security risk because uh with the uk it's so stupid like um you can just go to census record and go oh this person was in my family or something and then pay them 20 pounds and you've got like their full address you can go to the house like, you know steal them kill them do whatever uh we're planning on moving somewhere else well that doesn't happen because it's the only country in the world like this it's horrendous uh but once we do that yeah we're free to do that it's just because the UK is so bad for these kind of laws. Yeah, once we're looking at moving somewhere else, it's like a different country, then we can do stuff like that because then 
you know, we don't have the security risk involved. People that still can't, you know, just go to a house and kill us or whatever. So, you know, all it takes is one person. It's, uh, it's a real big risk in crypto. I, I was reading some things. Um, I forgot what the developer was, but he was in, um, I think it was Peru or something. And, uh, you know, obviously people recognized him. Like, oh, he's that guy from that coin. And they, they kidnapped him and you know, had like a, a ransom thing going on. <laughs> so wow. it's just a very scary truth for the world. So it's, uh, it's probably best to be like this in this sector, you know, just so things like that don't happen. That yeah, makes total sense. I'm just letting you guys know that was an issue we had, but um, that, I mean, being in the UK is probably much different than the US. So I, that does make sense. Sorry to cut you off, Matt. I just oh, no, to no, no, clarify that yeah, from no. our perspective. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you know, I'm not a female and I'm not uh, from the UK, but, you know, I still have, uh, you know, very close family members around me and such. So, um, you know, as we grow, I, you know, I do plan on revealing, you know, more information, my full name and such. But I definitely want to wait till uh, we expand our growth a little more. And I definitely want to uh, move in terms of location and just uh, to provide a, a bit more extra security. Because, you know, right now we have nearly 40,000 holders, you know. It, it all it takes, like Dave says, is one person. Definitely. Um, so Spaghetti God wants you to talk about staking. What do you guys have to say about that? Oh, so that we're literally just finishing up the design aspects of it. It all works, got a functioning product. How it's going to work is uh, liquidity pool staking. So you'll provide liquidity to Ultra and get LP tokens for it and then stake them. And it's going to basically offset the impairment loss that people suffer from uh, liquidity providing. Um, so with that, um, depending on how the market conditions are, you'll either gain a hell of a lot of Ultra and you'll lose a bit of BNB or you'll gain like a little tiny bit of Ultra but gain quite a lot of BNB depending on you know, if the market goes up or down. Uh, so we're quite excited for that. It's soon, it, it literally we're just doing the design, the design thing at the moment. It just looks horrible at the moment. It's just like a page with some boxes on it like this does this, this does this. So it's getting some graphics made to so make it all nice and pretty and then we'll get that out to you guys. Awesome. Uh, if no one else has anything to say about staking, Eternal King wants to know what's the end goal of UltraSafe. Oh, the end goal. We, we want to be. We, you know, we've got high goal, high aspirations. Say we want to be like you know the best coin on Binance Smart Chain. You know, up there, everyone's like, oh yeah, this is the best token on the on the network. You know, I want to buy this one. You know, having millions of people involved. Uh, you know, it's going to take a while to get there, but I, I think we can do it with all the stuff we've got coming on. You know, the team we have. Um, all the stuff that's getting put forward, and yeah, super excited for the future. Um, we'll I, don't think, I don't think there's necessarily an end goal, though, because I think um, what we want to do, um, you know, to introduce new standards of safety into the Binance Smart Chain, that's going to be a, a work in progress forever, potentially. You know, crypto is only going to get bigger. People are only going to um, learn new ways to exploit um, and scam people. Um, and like Matt said earlier, we we want to branch into educating people, and I think that's that's going to be something that we'll need to do for a long time. You know, um, we don't necessarily see it as an end goal, but there's there's a lot a lot that we need to do along the way. Yeah, and I wanted to add uh, onto what Dave said with you know becoming the most popular token on the chain you know we definitely want to do that and i definitely want us to be a household name eventually you know similar to safe moon and such i mean it's not a complete household name yet but you know it is a giant and uh i think with our d apps and such and further branding we can keep expanding our reach and then just you know establish a much a much stronger brand and narrative awesome 
Daniel wants to know what about website v3? Oh, we're, we're so we're so close to it. We're trying to get it out today, um, but we just did um, a little design change today uh, to make it look even better. And then it just uh, people who are in web dev will understand this. But what all we did was change some colors in a few boxes, and then it just completely broke on all mobile resolutions when it's perfect before. Um, so hopefully, if we can get it sorted pretty quickly, um, hopefully tomorrow. But obviously, you know, we don't want to set that in stone just in case it doesn't happen. But very very soon, I'd say it's just when we get this little tiny. Thing. It just makes sense. I know all the people in web dev will tell you, you know, you just change one little tiny thing, it was completely break, and we have no idea why it's broken. So uh, we're just looking into it. Once we fixed it, it'll be there. Awesome. Sounds great. So we have a bunch of comments about titanium ice. Who I was hoping to, to get that? a super chat on that because someone said do a super chat for it. So I was hoping that we get one. Yeah, I saw that actually. Um, Dave, yeah, do you want to take that? Or would you like me yeah, to spill the beans on it. Oh, it's this top secret, you know. It's, it's top yeah. secret. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's no beans to be spilled. You know, All right. Seal. All right. So we can't, you know, like Dave said, we, you know, uh, we can't spill the beans exactly. But you know, people always want a hint, and it's good to give people hints. So um, I can say it, you know, it's going to be something, you know, bigger than we've ever done before, bigger than the project itself, and um, you know, there's there's very uh, influential names involved and it's really something it not even influencer wise it's just something that we want to make just bigger than the project itself that's why it's top secret i'm sorry it, it's hard to talk much about it when there's just nothing i can say no that's you don't all good apologize to us you're totally fine <laughs> you guys will have to stick around and uh see for yourselves mm -hmm. definitely keep growing and so, keep the whole thing Mm -hmm. So I had, a, I had a technical question. Maybe Dave or Matt can answer it for me. Uh, I was looking over the Certic audit report, which is great. You guys got audited, especially by Certic, someone who's very reputable. Um, something that they said in it, which was marked as resolved. So uh, I'm sure you guys will address that. But it said the owner of the contract can exclude and include users from transaction fees, update the maximum transaction amount, and update the fee percentage to any value. Um, so like I said, it is marked as resolved. So I'm assuming you guys have updated that. Um, can you guys speak maybe a little bit on why you chose to do that? Was that just as like a proof of concept type thing as you guys started? Or uh, I'd just like to know a little bit more about that. So that's essentially um, for the start, you know, to blacklist the burn address wallet to actually launch so you can set the fees properly. The, the call function needs to be there to get it all settled, ready to go. Uh, we only had ownership of the contract for about one hour, and that was it, you know, just because it was a, a new thing. We hadn't, we all had it on testnet before. Sometimes things don't work on a normal one. Everything went perfectly as expected. Uh, some testing it went perfectly as well. So then we renounced ownership of the contract, so we couldn't do anything anymore. Um, so how it, so these all these functions that you said before, only the owner can call these in like the right function of the contract. And the owner is the burn address, the burn address being a wallet that no one owns. So uh, yeah, they can never be called again. That's how it was resolved. Gotcha. Sounds awesome. good. Uh, so that is all the questions we have time for today. Um, do you guys have anything that you want to leave uh, our audience and your audience with uh, or any shout outs that you want to give? The floor is yours. I would like to just say something. Um, I'd just like to thank our community. I'm sure you guys have this with every single coin. Um, dev team that you have on but I just truly believe we have the most amazing community um, we wouldn't be where we are without their hard work and I just want them to know like how much we just love and appreciate them 
um, you guys make it worthwhile for the 16 hour days. So thank you so much. Oh yeah, I just want to say thank you to the community. I, I love you guys. You're all amazing. I love every single one of you. Th thank you to you guys. You know, Ryan, Brian, and Logan. It's been great. Yeah, thank you guys. Yeah, happy and, birthday, and happy Brian, birthday, as well. Brian. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, happy birthday, Ryan. Brian. Everybody, thanks, guys. Everybody, uh, say happy birthday to Ryan in the chat. Ryan. With a B. Yeah. Yeah, Brian. <laughs> Brian. <laughs> Brian. Oh, yeah, it's been so much, guys. Absolute, yeah, it's been amazing. Right. It's been a great time. Thank you all. Yeah, thank you guys so much for coming on. Uh, thank you to the community for coming out, joining Zinger Nation today. Uh, make sure you subscribe and stick around for more. We're doing tons of Mooner Bus three times a week. Um, and smash that like button while you're down there. We have 300 viewers, but only 100 likes. Let's see if we can get that up. If the community is strong, we can get it to 200. Um, but yeah, that's, uh, that's all we have time for today. Um, thank you all so much for watching. Um, I hope you enjoyed this episode. We will see you on Friday. Uh, anything else from Ryan or Brian? No, thanks for let's coming on, the, guys. And thanks, yeah, let's thanks see if the ultra-safe community can uh, get me to a million followers on Twitter right there, Ryan. <laughs> I'm getting close, yeah, guys. Go. Go, go show Ryan some love on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, and wish me happy birthday on Twitter. I need 500 followers. I only have 499. <laughs> there you go. One more. <laughs> All right, peace out, guys. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.